Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. Today, I'm so excited to have my friend Liberty Thompson, the founder and executive director of Gym Friends, which is, and I love how you put it on your Facebook page, so I'm going to just quote it, an anchor of hope and support for the homeless youth 18 to 22 with an emphasis on youth aging out of the foster care system. Liberty was our cover story in January, February of 2016. It doesn't seem like it's been that long ago. It's been a while. <laughs> and, and this show is actually a follow-up show to last week's show when we had Monique Layton and Tia Augusta in to share about fostering children in Idaho and the need that's there. This week, we're going to visit with Liberty about what's happening when a teen ages out of the foster care system, because let's admit it. When they enter the foster care system, they don't usually come from a healthy home environment. And so they need some help. Sometimes they're way behind and they got to get caught up. And a foster parent's hands are often really full. And so you saw this need. And so you want to share a little bit about how you saw that need and how, how Jim Friends started? Yeah, well, first I want to say thank you, Sandy, for what you do to get the the work of the ministries out there to the people, both through your magazine and through this show, um, we've been very privileged and blessed by the work of Christian Living and um, such a huge need for our youth that are aging out of foster care, the ones that when they turn 18 years old, they no longer stay in their foster homes. At this point, they're transitioning to needing to be independent. And you're right, they're behind and don't have often times opportunities to learn independent living skills. 50% of the youth that we work with haven't gotten their high school diploma. And sometimes it takes, you know, a year or two years for them, throw COVID in there, three years for them to get that high school diploma. But that's one thing we're really committed to is helping them get those skills and opportunities that they haven't had through their time in foster care or uncertain circumstances growing up. And that that diploma, that's such a confidence booster. I completed this. I did this. It's and a life changer. Yeah, it is. I mean, employment-wise, confidence-wise, it's a life changer. It's, it's a real gift. So on Jim Friend's site, it points out that there are 1,300 children in Idaho foster care, and across the country, there are 400,000 children in foster care. You shared your story, and it's been a long time, and we've talked about where the need comes from, but let's talk about what the needs are. I went to your website, because it's a plethora of information, <laughs> and you talk about the need and where... Every year, 20,000 youth age out of the foster care system in the United States. Not in the state of Idaho, but in the United yeah. States. Yeah, it's quite a large number that age out of foster care nationally. Um, here in Idaho, smaller, about around 100 that age out of the foster care system. But that's not all the youth that GemFriend serves. There's also a tremendous and growing number of homeless high school students. So they may not be in foster care. But they're living unaccompanied, 17 years old, maybe 18 years old. Some of them come from refugee situations. Other ones just come from a disruptive home home life, 
potentially living, had been living with friends before, hadn't been living with their family. So couch surfing. Couch surfing. Yes, exactly. So there's a, even I would say kind of an unmarked number of youth that we also support. It's not beyond just those that are aging out of foster care. Um, but yeah, going back to the need, we can try to qualify it in a, in a number, you know, a, a grabbing number. But I think when it comes down to the need for for our youth, it's very specific. Um, and we talked about it before, the opportunities they don't have. And that's something that Gem Friends focuses on. Kind of two two big focuses is our support and so like for them to have some stability. And we do that through our transition program and the housing. You've got to start with giving them some stability. They got to know where they've got a place to go home that night. How can we, they focus on their high school diploma or other aspects of their life if they're like, where am I going to eat? Where am I going to sleep? Oh, I'm at the shelter tonight. I'm more worried about my, you know, last little bit of money stolen and getting taken than I am worried about getting high school finished up or getting a driver's license. So we start with bringing in that stability. The housing, we do it through mentorship, bring individuals in and are surrounding them. They have friendship. They have people that can take them out in the community. And then we do it through life skills classes. Um, It's a weekly class that they attend. And through that, they have opportunity to just learn basic life lessons, taxes, um, introduce them into community resources like free dental programs, free vision programs that they can rely on, not just in their time with Gem Friends, but beyond. And then we bring a transition plan for them, which helps them on those little steps that create bigger opportunities for them, such as finishing up a high school diploma, maybe going on to cosmetology school, and then ultimately meeting their goals and our goals for them, which is to be 100% independent as they are graduating through our program. I love that. Let's talk a little bit about the housing. Okay. Because that has always been near and near to me. But I'm again, I'm a woman, and, and we're security-based. You know, that was when, when we went through, I don't remember which marriage seminar we went to, but, you know, and the speaker said, women are security-based. And I went, mm, yeah, we are. I never thought about it. But we are. We're security-based. Mm-hmm. It's true. So that was one of the first things that really caught my attention when I first, all those years ago, learned about Gym Friends was the housing. It is a secure thing. So let's talk a little bit about that. What does that look like? For the youth that are in the Gem Friends Transition Program, we operate homes that are built in an independent living model. Um, we do have a resident advisor who's a volunteer that lives in the home as well, and they're able to help with the running and the regulating of the house as far as chores, helping them with hands-on life skills, potentially cooking, you know, making sure that they're learning how to buy food in the right portions to fit in their area of um, the fridge and the, the pantry, et cetera, and making sure their basic needs at the home are met, as well as providing some friendship for them and helping with the atmosphere of the home. But our youth are, they're independent. They're learning those independent skills as they live in the home. And they're, they do their own cooking, their own laundry, their own chores, um, buy, purchase their own food. Um, they can work together with each other, which is great. Also learning that community aspect of independent living, because you anywhere you go, unless you're living on your own, you have to have that community living aspect of it as well. Doesn't matter if it's a roommate situation or a spouse Spousal situation, you got to learn that since it's a community. True. Yeah. Yeah. So the, our homes are very independent set up, but also in a community living model. So how many homes do you have today? We have two girls' homes right now. Um, we 
have we closed our boys home last year at the very beginning of COVID just with some challenges and also with a shift of me going into motherhood. And so we are looking for a volunteer or potentially part-time male mentor to come on our team to lead that program again. And as soon as we get that and a house in place, we're going to be reopening our boys program. That's, That's fantastic. I wasn't sure, you know, COVID has changed so many things. And and I know we talked, we weren't going to focus much on COVID, but it did have impact on some things. And, and that's sadly one of those areas. Yes. So, and, and how many, how many ladies do you have in your, in your two homes? So we have seven in the two homes. They're a little bit smaller houses that we're in right now. Um, our larger home, the, the owners ended up selling through the year last year. And so we've got seven girls in in our two homes right now. And you and you have a program too that helps these youth as they age out find jobs. Because mm-hmm. because I've I've been a witness to some of that. And so it's it's they're not just thrown out there and say hey you're totally independent. They have lots of support. And yeah, I love that. Yes, through our life skills classes, that's a huge support. Um, we can do the job training. We can sit down and just do job searching with them. It is a requirement for them to be seeking employment. So will. Um, we'll do what needs to be done to help them find that job. And do you, so as far as getting that high school diploma, are they studying online? I, I know COVID, but typically speaking, do they go to the school, the high school in the area where the homes are? Do they go back to where they were used to being? How does How do you handle all of that? We have uh, some really great partners um, in the school district, the social workers, the counselors, and they do a great job of making sure the youth that are enrolled in their school um, are able to stay there even if they come into the Gem Friends program. Some of them even refer their youth to us, which is awesome. Um, So they have really good support there through the schools. Some of them use online resources as well if they're more familiar with that, but we try our best to get them in a school with the hands-on support. That's cool. So we've talked about your transition program and housing, community, life skills classes. What kind of things do you teach at life school classes? It varies. GemFriends is very opportunity oriented. And in a sense of we want to create opportunities for the youth to either experience it or get hands on. Um, We're not here like sit in a classroom here 45 minutes about a topic. So we have... um, one of our greatest resources this past year is actually Creative Minds, um, Sean Hancock, and he's been doing some interactive life skills, just helping helping the youth create vision and become more in touch with some of their own emotions. We've used life coaches who have come in and taught on emotional aspects, and then you have to have you know the really basic adult classes. So taxes. Uh, The last class was how to properly fill out a W-4, how to read your W-2. We're preparing in a couple weeks. We'll sit down with all the youth and help them file their taxes. So they vary, but as much hands-on and practical to this is what you need in life right now. Um, And we do these through doing assessments with youth and finding out what their greatest needs are. We're not just throwing darts at a a wall and be like, oh, that's a fun class. Let's do it. But it's like, okay, these are our seven girls. These are our alumni. We're still supporting through our life skills classes. What do they need? How can we help these individuals reach their goals? That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, every time you and I talk and we talk about the life skill classes, I am quickly thrown back to when I was 22 years old and I got married and I left home. Actually, I was 21. And 
you know, I had gone through two years of accounting and I had all, you know, and, and my folks owned a business. So, you know, I had all of that. But that first month, the bills started coming in and I had never seen a power bill or a gas bill. I had no idea how to even read those. And I'm thrown back into that time when I thought I was so prepared. You know, I knew how to balance a checkbook. I knew how to do a budget, I thought, but I didn't know what budget really included. And so I always just marvel at the skills that you give these young people that gives them a better opportunity for success in life. Yeah. And when we think of, and I think of life skills, I don't think of just teaching something one time because we know this in life that things come up. And even if you've learned something, you have to relearn it. So Gem Friends is a very family model as well as we're going to come alongside you today, tomorrow, when these needs are. And if alumni walk back into my office one day and brought me a power bill and said, it's $400. I have no idea why. I'm going to take the time to stop and be like, okay, let's look through this. Let's call the company. Not They know that they always have a resource with us. That's good. That's kind of like, kind of like, I went home to mom and dad and said, what is this? Exactly. So, so you, you get, what an extended family you have. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. So one of the things that surprised me, of course, you know, I always laugh and tell everybody, I felt like I was raised by Ozzie and Harriet. And as I became an adult and became more and more aware of the need for fosters and, and that I grasped fairly quickly because I was a mom, but I didn't grasp what happens at 18. And so... I love that you're committed to that awareness, and you have all sorts of different programs for that too, and work with all sorts of different community groups, and you've done a great job, and so I applaud you for that. Thank you. Because until I met you, I had no clue. So in my notes, I'm sitting here looking at in March of 2016, so the year you were in the magazine, um, Idaho's governor which at that point would have been Butch Otter. Correct. Um, declared March as Aging Out Awareness Month. Do you have any special events planned for this coming up March? Oh, man, we're so hopeful to be able to have some great awareness. Last year, we had so much awareness planned, and it got all shut down. So we're trying to be very specific with our awareness this year. Um, churches, community, businesses, we are going to give you little houses. If you want to partner with us this March, and with it also is going to be an awareness flyer. And we're asking churches to put it up, individuals to take those little houses, piggy banks home and fill them up with coins and cash, put it out at your business, allow people to um, fund through that or just pick up a flyer and receive awareness. So that is the way that we're going to do it this year is we're hoping to gather those partnerships of people willing to just put it out, put it through their online newsletter, spotlight us on their Facebook, just any avenue to kind of filter the the awareness piece out there through March. And if one of our listeners is a business owner or a pastor and they're interested in how to how to contact you to get these boxes and these flyers, how do they how do they do that? Always go back through our website, gemfriends, J-E-M-friends.org, and then liberty at gemfriends.org is my email, and that's a great way to reach out to us. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, you know, I have to, you spelled it. So could you please explain how you came up with the name of Gem Friends? Because I think it's just really, really sweet. Yeah, well, I... I feel like it is very God-led before I even knew what I was doing. But when I was starting Gem Friends, so 18 years old, um, I had 
just through my own personal experiences in high school, I had been drawn into foster care and foster children. My best friend ages out of the foster care system. I see this firsthand, right? I know the experiences she's going through. So I decide to start a nonprofit supporting other 18-year-olds that are coming out of the foster care system. And I was very passionate, 18 years old, telling anybody that I saw, right, this is what I'm going to do. I remember going to a job interview for just, I don't even know what I was interviewing for, but I left being like, I talked the whole time about my nonprofit. (laughs) I didn't even interview for that job. I don't think I should have a regular job. Um, They had to be impressed because I was 50, early 50s when we became a nonprofit and what a daunting task. So for an 18-year-old to take that on, I'm always just impressed. Yeah. And I remember just as I would tell people, I get these kind of blank stares back, like, you're going to do what? We'll see if this happens, right? Um, But my siblings were my support network that were like, no, God's given you a vision. This is going to happen. This is what he has called you to. And so I named it after them. My four brothers are all J's. First names, Josiah, Jacob, Joel, and Justin. And my two sisters are Elise and Mercy. So put it together and did Gem Friends. And uh, it, I believe it just represents who we are. We're the support community that comes around the youth that if you looked at them statistically or if you try to say, be like, are they going to be successful? It probably would be a no. Like, Or we'll wait and see if they're successful. But when you get that right support group around you, here we are as a nonprofit 13 years later, still impacting our community, raising awareness in the lives of youth that are now, their lives are being transformed and they're being successful because of that greater support network. So that's our name. That's where it comes from. I love it. And those those that entered the group 13 years ago have to be transitioning other lives as well. For today. sure. It's, that's mm-hmm. got to be such a joy to see that they took the skill set and the successes you gave them. And they're now helping others I transition into that. The ones that are donors and those that still show up at birthday parties and events for the youth that are in our program now, it's amazing to see their impact and their families are getting impacted because of our community stepping up and making a difference. Making a difference. I love it. And it's not just your brothers and sisters either. No. Uh, it's at, I know your aunt. And, <laughs> and Mariana is is very active and very outspoken about the support for gym friends. We have a tremendous community. I I would take your whole show if I just talked about all the the mentors, the community, the rotary clubs, the people that have just stepped up. It's tremendous. It's so humbling. So that that leads us to the next great question is what are you needing? Yeah, so it's a unique time for volunteering and being a nonprofit that is run on volunteers, right? Run on that giving. Um, It's a very unique time, but we are always in need of something. And right now it's more specific than ever. Um, We do need some more um, mentors, both male and female. I did mention earlier, specifically maybe a male mentor who can give 10 hours a week, more dedicated time to helping us with our boys program and uh, the housing portion there. We are looking for a couple people that if you aren't as comfortable getting out, but maybe you can virtually help us with a brainstorming team. So it's just going to be an kind of an ideas center that is going to come together once a month. Female mentors, we're going to be onboarding a couple more 
in about two months. So if that's an area that you're interested in, and we're also looking for a female resident advisor who's going to, that training for that is going to start March 1st. So if someone's interested in being a resident advisor of one of our homes, definitely encourage them to reach out. And they actually live there. And they do. Um, It's about 10 hours a, a week of volunteering that we ask that you give um, but it, and it then you live in one of the homes as well. And so you have these two homes. Do you have a wish list, a needs list? We do have one on our website. Um, I will have to say we have been very um, the the needs currently have been covered. Um, we had a Rotary Club That's that awesome. stepped up to cover a lot of those needs on the wish list. So we always update it, though. So if someone is looking, um, we direct them back through our website. Absolutely. And these young ladies all have to provide their own food. So always you could drop off snack foods and that kind of stuff because that would just help supplement. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Um, Bringing a meal to a life skills class, um, especially once we're able to have those individuals stay. It's just a really precious time to be able to sit down and have a meal with our youth. And um, so that through our volunteering, if you're interested in doing that, getting involved as a volunteer, um, maybe later this summer, maybe when we're outside, that will be a really great time for you to get introduced to more of what we do. That's awesome. Can you remind our listeners again what your website is and your Facebook page? Because I stalk you on Facebook. <laughs> yes. Um, our website is gemfriends, gemfriends.org. Um, also just gemfriends on Facebook. Awesome. And do you have any other social media? Uh, we are on Instagram as well, uh-huh. which is Gem Support. I'll have to find you. I'll have to seat you out there because I am on Instagram as well. But that's as far as I go. I have a Twitter account, but I've like tweeted three times and it's just like, I don't get it. I'm too wordy yeah. for that. Anyway, <laughs> so that's cool. Anything we've missed? I just wanted to touch back yeah, on that awareness piece because March is Aging Out Awareness Month. And like you shared um, for you... When you heard of Jeff Friends, that's the first time you'd heard about like youth aging out. Yep. I get that. Nine out of 10 people will tell me that. And so we're very committed to continuing to spread the word about youth aging out of foster care. So if you have a business, a small group, a church, any sort of organization where you feel like you have a platform to help us spread the word, um, even if it's to just 10 people, you never know whose ears you're hitting. It might be our next mentor. It may be, you know, the next resident advisor. Um, so get in contact with me and we can talk about how we can partner up through March to spread that awareness. I love that. I love that. Liberty, thank you so much. Thank you, Sandy. For joining me today. Obviously, folks, you can tell she genuinely is my friend. Um, I, it's just been such a blessing to get to know you all these years. And and I, the, you noticed the heavy emphasis at the beginning of the show where I said Liberty Thompson because I knew her before she was married and I'm and I'm struggling to transition to, to the new last name. But that brings our time to an end this week. If you'd like to read more of Liberty and Jim Friend's story, you can always find it on our website, christianlivingmag.com. Under the Past Issues tab, look for January, February 2016. And we invite you back next week when we have an extra special guest in store for you. Someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. 
For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.